Hey there, welcome back to the Sophium podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, our last episode regarding Sophocles and Euripides, uh, as well as ancient Greek tragedies overall. So today, we will talk more about ancient Greek comedies. So not tragedies, but comedies. Because uh, I know many people know uh, at least some knowledge about ancient Greek dramas such as tragedies but uh, a few know like uh, or a few realize that there are comedies as well so what were these comedies uh, how did they come to be um, so all this and more will be discussed in today's episode so let's first talk about the origin of greek comedy as well as its uh, style and characteristics so as tragedies decline uh, comedies not only survived, uh, but it progressed. You know, Euripides was the last greatest uh, tragedian. And after Euripides, there were still tragedies, but they were not as, um, I would say, as important as with the rise of comedies. So whereas tragedies uh, were, you know, really like melancholy and often oftentimes uh, dealt with death, comedies... Uh, actually just demonstrated a lighter tone and usually contained uh, happy endings, right? So comedies derive from the Greek word komode, um, and this breakdown reveals two extra words. It's komos and ode. Uh, komos means uh, procession, and ode or ode means song, right? So comedies were characterized as the singing of farmers who were, you know, singing and praising during the most important part of their harvest, so before and after. And most of the songs were written for Dionysus, right? The god of wine, theater, etc. So these songs, uh, they were also written, uh, I guess, in a, like a sexual tone and attitude. And this represented, uh, and it related to the fertility of the earth. Uh, these processions and celebrations for the harvest they were especially important as agriculture in Greece uh, was very difficult due to the fact that, you know, geographically speaking, Greece is a very rocky, uh, mountainous terrain. Uh, you know, thus harvest, growing harvest, it was really difficult to accomplish. And comedies included uh, dirty songs, jokes, vulgarity, etc. And these comedies... Uh, were able to survive as the play, playwrights were able to adapt their scripts and art to the changing society. So according to Aristotle, who spoke well about both tragedies and comedies, um, the first inventor slash creator of comedies was Epicarmus, or Epi, yeah, Epicarmus of Syracuse, so 524 sorry, to 436 BC, known as the Prince of Laughter. He was uh, actually the one who transformed these simple back-and-forth songs in the fields into real comedies uh, that can be performed on stage. And Aristotle stated that comedy started to be represented around 50 years you know, after the first tragedy, was represented uh, so comedies were you know they were also presented in the city of Dionysia right the festivals as well as also you know smaller festivals such as that in Linnea uh, which would occur during the winter months uh, during January and February and now Aristophanes of Byzantium 
not our Aristophanes that you know we know. He studied uh, both tragedies and comedies uh, during the Hellenistic period. So he decided to order all the Greek comedies into three periods: the Old Comedy from 486 to 388 BC, to uh, Middle Comedy 388 to 323 BC, and the New Comedy from 323 to the Hellenistic period. So during the Old Comedy, Aristophanes was known to be the best comedy writer. His style was very uh, politically centered and focused a lot on political satire. He was very ferocious toward uh, the politicians at the time. And in the Middle Comedy, there weren't many famous authors, but Antiphanes was widely known. And in terms of characteristics, we see almost no satire nor political messages here. Uh, this was more of a just a transition between the old uh, into the new comedy. And in the new comedy, the most important comedy writer during this period, uh, you know, aka the Hellenistic period, was Menander from 342 uh, BC to 291 BC. In this time, uh, the Hellenistic period, right, um, mention of politics really disappeared as, as the Greeks were no longer citizens, right? They were merely subjects. There was no democracy. Thus, politics, you know, is no longer relevant to them. Uh, in, in the comedy, in the new comedy, sorry, we see a shift from the strong political message or messages in the old comedy to the individual and the human being, right? And, and during this time, we see a shift from the didactic to entertainment, right? From teaching to entertainment. And we see the audience praising such comedies as they love to see plays that they could, you know, really just relate to. You know, such instances that were quite similar to their lives. Unlike in the past where they came to learn here during this uh, new comedy period, right? Comedy was not... A learning tool it was not it was a uh, didactic but a way of sharing such feelings and emotions and attitudes with the audience in terms of structure uh, the main structure of old comedies consisted of the prologue uh, the parados uh, the agon the back and forth uh, dialogue between two actors their parabasis which is uh, Moments where the actors would break the fourth wall and just talk to the audience, as well as the episodes, and lastly, Exodus. So that's it for this episode. Uh, this episode was merely to introduce uh, ancient Greek comedies. Uh, we'll be speaking more about uh, the famous Aristophanes, uh, as well as Menander, in the next episode. So we'll talk about both of them. Uh, in season three, episode six. But in this episode, I just wanted to uh, touch up, uh, touch on the basics and the fundamentals regarding uh, ancient Greek uh, comedies. So uh, thank you so much. And like again, if you haven't followed us yet, please follow us on social media. That's Instagram, sophium.podcast. Uh, and like again, if you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to just email or a DM or a comment on one of our posts. And we'll be more than happy to consider uh, your suggestions uh, regarding, you know, what else we should uh, cover. Um, so anyways, thank you so much. I hope you're doing well. And like again, happy thinking.